Greetings, aliens. It is me, your one and only host of the Nadie Preguntó podcast, because truly, no one asked for this podcast, but I am having a blast and a bitch is cold right now. Um, a hoe does, in fact, get cold at this moment in time. No, I'm kidding. Um, <clears throat> listen, um, wow. Honestly, I'm kind of excited for this episode because I just finished writing my notes for this episode, so I'm quite excited, but um, you read the title, like, it is what it is, like, I hope that you find this episode interesting, like, this episode is something where you want to be cozy, like, you want to be in your PJs, you want to be laying down, I'm gonna try not to be as loud this time because I think it's very important that we honestly talk about the essence of just relaxing for a minute in our time right now. I always upload on Sundays, so it's a perfect time for me to upload this. Um, I'm not going to get into just yet what it's about because you're going to read the title. I'm going to explain it in like the next like second. Um, but if you're new, then what took you so long? I hope that you're here for a good time, a long time and forever. Um, and if you're returning, then hi, I love you. I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad you're here with me, you know, virtually, I guess. And I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, everyone. And I am quite exhausted at the moment and kind of hungry. And I'm very excited to be eating pasta after this. So um, life is pretty good right now. But we'll, we'll, just, we'll just transition and we'll get into everything else. But much love. I'll see you on the other side. And we're back. So um, before I begin, actually, before I actually get into the topic of today, um, I just looked at my statistics and details on who listens to my podcast. And acabo de ver alguna cosita que hay un... parece que solamente uno peruano que me está escuchando en este momento en Lima si eres de ahí o de Perú de no sé dónde en Perú pero si yo soy peruana no nací ahí claramente puedes dar cuenta por mi acento obvio pero soy peruana viviendo en los estados y me encantaría que me siguen en Instagram algo así um, me encantaría hablar con ustedes pero entonces vamos a empezar en este episodio mío y you know the title andate despacio carajo and I just I love that a little bit because I know a lot of people may not understand what the fuck that means but uh, I do but um let's see we're gonna go a little bit bilingual today it was kind of an accident just kind of unplanned pero andate despacio carajo me encanta esa frase que yo hice porque no sé me encanta ir despacio en todos los sentidos en todo los sentidos me entienden no but really okay so i need to get into the actual topic of today because i'm not gonna lie my device that i use to record is actually acting up pretty fucking weird today um she's glitching for the first time ever so i am hoping nothing gets ruined knock on wood obviously but let's just get into it you read the title and if you don't know what it means that sucks for you google translate is free but in general it just means slow the fuck down just slow the fuck down that's what I'm basically going to be approaching this. 
Um, I'm going to talk a little bit quieter now because um, not only do I find it to be the reasoning for this episode, but also a very important one at that. Um, This episode, I am very happy to be making, and I kind of drew inspiration from my last episode, my most recent one, and I'm also on my season three of this podcast that I make. I like to make 20 episodes every season, so season one and season two both have completed 20 episodes, so let's get into season three and how to start off with slowing down. So my inspiration, by the way, I'm playing with some putty right now, Um, I think it's a yeah, crazy errands, thinking putty, and it's green, my favorite color. Um, okay, so the inspiration for this episode. <sighs> wow. I'm not gonna lie, my life has been, at the moment right now, really crazy, moving really fast, um, insane, really, um, because of work, uh, school, and I have dance again. Um, I'm exhausted today, agotada hasta la muerte, porque acabo de venir como hace, uff, no, not even recently, I came back like hours ago, y tengo sueño, estoy agotada, quiero dormirme un poquito, pero tengo hambre también y tengo que hacer este episodio, que nadie quise saber de esto, pero no me importa, um, but no, seriously, um, my life right now has been really hectic and crazy. Um, I feel really tired a lot, a lot more than I usually did before the, unfortunately, <laughs> I had to be employed again. It was hard. No, I'm just kidding. I'm um, having a blast. I'm not going to lie. But um, I'm just exhausted today. The U.S. is just too fast. And if you ever want to live in the U.S., don't. I already am counting the days I don't have to live here ever again. Pero ya me voy para ti. Ya me voy. <laughs> no puedo más. No, no aguanto más. <laughs> Odio este lugar. Um, no, but anyways. Um, and also, an event or like something that occurred to me um, that I noticed yesterday. It is October 9th that I'm recording this. This thing happened on October 8th. Um, basically, what happened was I got home from work around 2.30. No, 1.30, JK, yesterday. Oh, there's a dog barking. Great. My guy. Ya caete el hocico. Estoy hablando. Whatever. Anyways, we tried. Um, But anyways, so yesterday, today is the 9th, October 9th. Yesterday was October 8th. And I got home from work around like, or no, I got out of work around like 1.30 p.m. Um, My shift was only five hours. I just started. So we're good. Life is good. Very happy. Um, but, um, I was like, okay, well, I'm hungry. I want lunch and I want to get lunch. So I went home or no, I went to run errands. I was going to get Starbies because I was actually going to get Duncan. You guys know I'm a Duncan girl, but she was not on the way, unfortunately. So I would be kind of going the complete opposite direction if I was going to get, um, Duncan. And I wanted a peppermint mocha. Y'all, I could not stop thinking about the peppermint mocha at Starbucks. It just is so superior. Like, PSL is cute or whatever. Like, I get that she's good or whatever. But, like, have y'all even had a nice hot peppermint mocha with oat milk? I don't think you have. You have to experience it for the first time. So, I was so excited to order a pumpkin. No, not a PSL. Ew. Not today. I was so excited for a pumpkin. Oh, my God. Peppermint mocha. I was so excited for that. 
and I was gonna get it before my shift, but I ended up being almost really late. I was like 10 minutes before I actually had to clock in, so that was something. Um, but anyway, so yesterday, I went to Starbucks right after work, so, or no, I went to get lunch, I got a sandwich, and then I stopped by the Starbucks near me to get some lovely peppermint mocha. To my knowledge, um, when she told me that they don't have peppermint, I think my heart shattered into a million pieces because that was all I wanted that one day. One job, really, but anyways. Okay, that was the putty popping. I really shouldn't do that. Um, But the point I'm trying to make in the inspiration for this episode is, ande despacio. And, um, when I say that, I mean that the baristas at Starbucks, and keep in mind, I don't really go to Starbucks often. It's really rare when I do. It's kind of more of like convenience. Like if I'm going in the same direction as Duncan, I'm gonna get Duncan. If I'm in the mood for coffee, and um, I'm just not in the mood to make it when I get home, or I'm just in the mood for a specific flavor of coffee, and I'm not on the way, or like if I'm running errands and I'm not near Duncan, I'm most likely gonna pick the most Starbucks because there's a Starbucks on every fucking corner and I'm like well I didn't really want to go to Starbucks but I'm not going to go the complete opposite direction so I don't really see Starbucks that often I know it's everyone's obsession I don't understand the hype really they have like what like two good drinks and that's about it their coffee in general is trash their iced coffee is questionable I even have made better iced coffee than they have um but regardless so I go into Starbucks after like a couple months of going to that location by my house it's a really big Starbucks and I just I order and I see the like you know how when you're like waiting for your order you see the baristas going insane to get everyone's order yo in that moment I wanted to yell be like oh my god anda de despacio carajo que te pasa huevon eso pasa por ser huevon no I'm kidding I can't blame these baristas they're innocent I just have never seen such ridiculous requests from like coffee consumers all I did when I when she told me I couldn't get a peppermint mocha I was like that really shattered my heart but I'm not gonna throw a little fit about it because I'm a grown adult I was like you know what I'm just gonna get a PSL iced with no whip and oat milk so I do that minding my business and there's like five different groups of people next to me like waiting for their orders and I look to see like the baristas and like kind of like I like to go to the side where the baristas are and just kind of check where my drink is because I just like to be nosy like that um and also I don't really want to ask like when my drink is going to be ready you know I just kind of like want to look and I can just tell which one is mine and which one I'm going to get so I see like five, no, four or five different baristas, right? And they're fucking crazy. Like, in the sense that they are not. Like, the orders are crazy. Like, people are literally packing in. And also keep in mind, I saw like high school kids there. I was like, it's literally like almost, it's like 2 p.m. Don't you have like classes to be in right now? Don't you have like study hall or something? Whatever high school kids do these days at this point. Like, I don't... I don't know what's missing. And I just see these poor baristas going absolutely fucking crazy to get everyone's order in. I have never seen something so hectic. Like the second one drink was ready, another drink from another barista was ready and they were trying to both put it on the table and they like wouldn't fit amongst each other. I was like, oh my God, like I just want you guys to know 
that baristas go through it and i really want everyone to know that like i've never been a barista and i just want to let everyone know that they go through it i can see it in their actions like i know they're tired and i just wish that i could just give them a hug and be like thank you for your services like i love you like you provide me coffee one of my favorite things in the world i love you for that and most of the time they do get it right at least my starbucks does like or at least the few times that I've been, they always get my order right. Like it's pretty easy, but also it's like too many people asking for different things. And there was this woman next to me and she had the nerve to be like, can you put extra caramel? And the next person next to me was like, this woman, she was like, can I just get a little bit of more cream? And then this poor Risa didn't even know what the fuck she meant because she was like wording it kind of weird. I think it was because she was like, um, I could tell English probably wasn't her first language, maybe. But regardless, she was just making a stupid ass request, let's be honest. Like, if you want more milk in your coffee, just push your drink to them and ask them nicely if they can. I like to do that sometimes, and I'd be like, if it's not too much, it's not too much. If you can do that, I would really appreciate it. If you can't, I get it. I totally understand. But regardless, she makes the dumbest request. She asks this barista, and then this barista is like, okay, I can pour a certain amount into a cup and I'll give it to you. And she's like, okay, that works. So this barista opens the tab, or like, no, the, um, the what's it called? The, oh my God, I can't even remember the name of like, what do you use? The, the, uh, la tapa? I don't know. I don't know what it's called in English. <laughs> no, but really, um, it's like the thing that you close the, cartons with the thing you I can't believe I don't remember the word of that oh my god wait hold on do I have to go on Spanish translate to find the English version of this word oh my god wait what lid lid (laughs) I couldn't remember what lid was yo I couldn't remember what lid was stop la tapa lid didn't even know what that meant for a minute a hot minute i was like la tapa like what the fuck is that like that word in english i don't know um the lid so this poor barista opens the fucking lid aka la tapa and then she pours it in a tiny cup and let me let me mind you the cup is like one of the like plastic cups that Starbucks has always used like the grande or whatever the fuck it is. It's actually small, medium, and large. Stop asking me to say grande. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not Ariana Grande. But she pours the cup. I swear the story has a meaning for this episode. I promise you. So she pours like she does that thing where you like dip for half a second and then you put it back up. And then she dumps like a mini bit. She stops after like half a second and the person and the uh person that made that dumbass request she was like oh that's fine i'm like you mean to tell me you went through all that trouble just to ask for like not even like a millimeter a liter like not even like a centimeter of more milk girl if you just don't mix your fucking coffee and leave girl i just sometimes it's just the nerve for me it's the audacity for me sometimes it's the nerve it's the las ganas for me it just that was when i realized like i was like jesus fucking christ ande de despacio please i have never seen such chaos and maybe it was because it was a busy hour 
But like, you know how like some people when they have jobs, they like like regular jobs, they have like retail jobs or they have just like any job that requires just like any amount of labor, right? You always get like those breaks, of course. You get your 15s, you get your 30s. I swear I don't know how Starbucks does it if they're always that busy. Not even judging, of course, just like I'm genuinely curious. Because usually on the jobs I've worked, if it's like a regular job, I actually have time to be on my phone at some point to like check my messages if I have to. Um, I usually don't like to do that because it does kind of give off the wrong impression for people that are like in the area for like patrons and customers or whatever. But like, if there's really no one around, which is usually how it goes with like some store jobs or just like any retail job, customer service. But no, I, I don't even see how Starbucks has that because it's like, it's so chaotic every hour of the hour in a day. like. I bet they can't even check their messages until like they're 30, really. It's like, it's crazy to me. And I know it's not something that's super crazy because it's like literally how America is, but it's also like, what the fuck, dude? Like, go fucking slow, please. And I wanted to do this episode because I need to slow down in my life. And I feel like a lot of other people do too. Because like, life is really difficult and overwhelming and sometimes you really just need to like play with some putty like I'm doing right now or you know rot in your room or just lay in bed for hours doing nothing listening to your favorite music whatever it may be and just being in silence or with your favorite type of you know sounds really just a couple weeks no a couple days ago LA was thundering and I was living for it and it was like the thunder that like isn't rain it was like barely raining and I don't like rain like at all I mean I'll get used to it if I have to but it's like I don't like rain because it's just like I've always driven in LA when it's raining and I just can't do it it gives me anxiety and nobody knows how to fucking handle rain here it's so obvious it's embarrassing it's like you've never seen precipitation fall from the sky go literally anywhere on the east coast and you will see it like every single day every hour if you if you will um but i realize that there is a lot of things we can apply in our life that requires slowing down because slowing down looks different for everyone <clears throat> slowing down can be unwinding can be self-care it can be physical self-care it can be emotional self-care it can be spiritual self-care um so what does it mean to slow down easing yourself into things patience and people take slowing down as a sign of weakness people take slowing down as a sign of oh I can't, I shouldn't, I don't deserve to. And I will be the first to admit that yes, I've been there, I have, and I still do those things. But to slow down, like I said, looks different for everyone. It has different meanings and definitions and looks for people of all different kinds. Like it just is a different way of unwinding. Like right now, I hope that if you're listening to this, that you're drinking your favorite tea or you're just grabbing coffee or you just made yourself coffee and you're ready to just put on some fuzzy socks like it is getting cold like I was shivering a couple seconds ago 
and put on your sweats, your leggings, like something comfortable, cozy, where you feel the most safe and protected and that you're with people that make you feel that way as well. It's not all about slowing down for yourself. It's about slowing down for the people around you, for yourself and your environment and your sanity. Um, I will get into this in a future episode if I have to. Um, I just discovered I don't want to self-diagnose because I clearly am not a doctor. I'm not a gynecologist. Um, I just decided to look up and look into as if I am, I'm 22 years old. I have been experiencing a period for at least over a decade. <laughs> of course, I would know that. I know what a period is like and I know what the symptoms are and PMS. And I just recently discovered that there is such thing as premenstrual dystrophic. I believe that's the name. PMDD, basically, if you look it up on Google. Um, and to look at the symptoms and to look into it, I don't want to self-diagnose, obviously, but I have good chunk of the symptoms and to find that out that it's a possibility not even that I have it or it is just a giant possibility shatters me in a lot of ways because my period causes me like PMS in general causes me irritability where I get angry at everything like I had one day where I was I don't I don't think I got my period just yet but um, my period was late this cycle for some reason. I'm not pregnant, just uh, stressed. <laughs> and I think it was late because I was stressed because of my period being late. And I remember just like being so emotional and angry and reacting to more sensitive things. Like I remember I literally almost started sobbing at Whole Foods. I was literally in line to buy groceries for myself. And I just remembered something that made me sad. And I start profusely, like borderline trying so hard to not start sobbing in fucking Whole Foods. How is that normal? It isn't to me. And then when I got in my car, I, I like, I also found it incredibly difficult to hold that in. Like I found it to be like something, cause like when you're crying and you're not on your period or whatever, or you're not a couple days before your period, like any other time of your cycle, minus the like week before your period or minus you being on your period, minus ovulation, like any time before ovulation or anything like that. Like you can control when you're sad. You can be like, oh, like I, I don't want to cry right now. Just like snap out of it. Maybe distract yourself or something. But no, this time it like the week before my period where I was, I think I got it later that day when I got home. But, um, or like, no, I got it the next day or something like that. Something along those like 24 hours, I got it. And I, I like couldn't stop crying on my way home. Like I couldn't even train my own brain that I've done before to like stop sobbing. I just had to, like I was crying in my car on my way home, but I couldn't cry in Whole Foods. Like I was trying super hard not to. And I had tears like forming in my eyes already. Like I was borderline about to just like let them all fall out. Cause you know, when your eyes get cloudy when you're about to cry and then like, 
eventually they come out but like mine I was like no no just try it's really hard right now but just don't do it and then like I was next in line I like totally brushed that thought out of my head but the second I left Whole Foods I was like ready I was like already crying and it sucks and then the next day I had work so I was running late because I it's a long story I it was I was running late I should have just woken up earlier and I didn't out of being you know terca that's just me um and I was so irritated with everything I tried making myself a lunch and it came out bad and or at least it looked like it like it for me when I'm cooking I do care about presentability. I do. I think that it like at least matters to some degree. I don't I don't serve to like the best chefs in the world, obviously. But I know Gordon Ramsay would not approve of my, you know, my presentation when it comes to any meal that I've prepared. And to me it matters. Like to me like looking having it look nice, like Instagrammable matters to me. It's a personal preference. And yes, I like to flex on the food and stuff I make the times that I do. I don't want it to look like shit. I don't want it to look trash. I want it to look damn good and also taste good as well. And I wanted to take a quesadilla to school or no, no, to work for my lunch. And I bought the ingredients and everything, you know, and I would, I think it was like the first day of my period since it was late. And I had to take a test that day too for one of my classes and I was freaking out because like I go to school out of state technically so the time zone is like eastern time and the test technically opened at 5 a.m for me 8 a.m for um the east coast and I felt myself losing it I did not want to I for me like I take everything else in my life seriously more than I do school because it's like not as crazy heavy anymore as it used to be I think it's more of like a second priority for me at the moment um I was prioritizing my work and my lunch like I literally am getting paid to be there like I would like to not like you know fuck that up obviously like I care about it you know it's like hello I'm getting paid to be there I have to be there at a certain hour with certain like requirements of me like the bare minimum literally and I was freaking out because my professor (laughs) before everyone bullied him into changing the due date the original due date was the same day and I had work so I was going to be there early or like kind of like I don't know what time it was, honestly, I don't remember, but I was going to be getting out of work at 5 p.m., 8 p.m. for, you know, Eastern time, which is the time that it closes, like the test actually would close and I wouldn't be able to take it. It was a midterm, by the the way, and I'm like freaking out. I'm like freaking out because I thought it was still due the same day and I I messaged my professor the night before. I was like, dude, like, I can't take your test, like, at all. Like, I'm not gonna have any time to, like, work out, um, 
make myself a lunch, make myself breakfast, like get ready for work. Like I don't, I can't, I'm not an acrobat. Like I'm not. And somehow manage to take your dumbass tests. Like no, not in hell, not in this chance. You wish I cared that much. I don't. And in the morning he responds. And I thought like when I was getting ready, I was gonna have enough time, but I was like, oh, I literally have to leave in like less than an hour. Like I don't have time to do this test. So I messaged him and eventually he eventually changed it because apparently other students were telling him like, this is unrealistic. Like this is like not how you do a midterm. Like you have, for a midterm, you have like days to do it. Not one day, like that's not how it works online. And when I tell you that it was one of those days where like my keys would drop, I was crying and I was like so irritable because I was on my period and not only that I could have possibly had PMDD where I'm extra irritated and I I was crying I was literally crying that day before I left for work because my professor wanted me to do a test or a midterm if you will I had to make myself lunch I had to work out which I did by the way check and I will never miss a workout for anything anyone not anything not the world could be ending I'm not missing the workout and somehow I'll do that before I have to leave for my shift it was stressful and I started crying because I just couldn't do it I was like I I can't do this I'm not an acrobat like I'm not made of like invisible woman stuff like I'm not like I'm not and I don't want to be And it just put me in a position where I was like sobbing and I was, I was crying. I was screaming. I was, it was horrible. Do you know how unbearable it is to live with someone that does that? Like me and finding that out and realizing that my period actually makes me not slow down at all because I tend to find myself being busier when I'm getting my period. The times I feel like having fun, the times I feel like taking my life more seriously, my period limits me. I liked, honestly, I wanted to have a drink one of these days because I didn't know when my period was coming, like the cycle that just passed. Um, TMI, but I don't care. Um, And I promise this all has to do with like slowing down, trust me. Like my period does not make me slow down like whatsoever, like at all. And so, I remember telling my sister, I was like, I want to drink right now. And I haven't drank in, I haven't drank in anything in like months. I don't drink ever really. And I'm just in the mood today to drink. And she's like, well, no, go drink a beer or something. I was like, no, because like, I don't know when I'm gonna get my period. It's already a, like technically late, late, you know? And I know my, my body that like, I learned the hard way as well <laughs> that, um, I, when I drink anywhere near my period or on my period, especially that I bleed more and I cramp way more painfully. Um, I learned that the hard way I drank. So like probably seven mojitos in one night on my period. The second I got home, I was full of piss, cramping and uh, lots of blood. I felt like I was gonna die, but I don't regret it because the mojitos were fire. But um, it sucks. Cause like that one time I was like, I'm actually in the mood to drink right now. I kind of am. And then I remember, oh wait, 
I can't. I'm going to be bleeding in a couple days. That sucks. Trust me. I've learned the hard way and I learned on my own birthday weekend that I drank technically a day before my period was supposed to come, which was my birthday. I drank so much that day, as I should though. The next day I wake up, period. That's just how my body is apparently. Apparently my body is sensitive to alcohol when I'm about to get that time or I'm about to bleed for the month. And I promise you this all has to do with it because my period actually ruins my life in a lot of ways. It's more inconvenient. I know it's never ever not convenient because I know a lot of women that have suffered literally doing anything and their period just comes and ruins it. Believe me, I would know. All people that have periods have experienced that. Truly. Like it's not some rocket science. Like it, it sucks. And then you realize like, you're like, oh, well, there's always next month for anything. You know, I'm always going to be bleeding a, a wrong time at some point in my life. And it sucks. But it's true. And I remember being so in a rush with my lifestyle that I had to do. I had work now. I have school now. Like I have to make myself food now. Like it was like all happening. I'm basically adulting, if that makes sense. And it was all happening during my period. And it made me move way too fast way too fast like I would not put the brakes not once this whole week and I'm not gonna lie to you it's almost Sunday and I'm exhausted mentally in so many ways I had dance this morning I cannot tell you how much I was in pain when I well not pain like more like I need to lay down and nap like kind of vibe and when I say slow down, like I said, it looks different for everyone. For me, when I come from dance, like leave me alone. Like I don't even want to talk to a person after that. Like for me, like I take that seriously and slowing down for me on Saturdays is like incredibly crucial. And I value my Saturdays more than any other day of the week because it's like the day I dance the day I exert my body like Fridays and Saturdays are the days I value the most because I have to like take care of my body extra cautiously I have to eat certain things that I shouldn't eat or eat or eat that or not eat certain things like popcorn or corn or just things that are hard to digest because believe me dancing when you still haven't emptied the tank out really sucks believe me I notice the difference I feel heavier I feel like there's something in there still. That's why like I always force myself to go to the bathroom no matter what. And believe me, I was really upset this morning when I couldn't go number two. But um, like I said, slowing down looks so different for everyone in this life. And I hope that everyone takes the time to slow down at some point in their life very soon, or at least every week I would require that. Because when you slow down, I promise you, it looks so much nicer and relaxing. Like, relaxing isn't like a privilege or it shouldn't be looked at as a luxury. Like, it should be like looking like, go slow, be nice to yourself, and realize that just this is all about patience. And I could take that advice right now. And believe me, I want to. And it's a lot harder said than done. But 
I will leave, or I will say this before I get into everything else. Um, my task or my um, prompt, if you will, for my dance class this morning was um, be nice to yourself. Literally, that was the prompt. And that couldn't have come more at a better time in my life. I beat myself up pretty much every single day. Mentally, it, it hurts. It sucks. Mentally beating yourself up for things that, one, you're trying to accomplish and they're just like taking a while to get to where you want them to be. And it really hurts doing that. Like stress in general is not good for a human being, like ever, let alone consistent, never-ending stress as well. Because we put so many like expectations of who we're supposed to be, who we want to be, because you want to be the best version of yourself like ASAP. And believe me, I can go into detail about that about my life if you really care that much. But like slowing down is a like process and it's a process that takes a very slow time (laughs) to do but it will always be worth it every week if you just do that once even if you do that once a week you're doing so much for yourself maybe maybe sundays are your days where you need to like unplug for a moment maybe you have a very different week like everyone like not like everyone else and you're more prone to be relaxing during the day and then at night you go to work or something like that like regardless you will always have at least one hour of rest at some point and i highly recommend that someone uses that hour or minute even an affirmation or a meditation if you will or just in silence for 10 minutes a day it goes a long way and i found this quiz online that was like why do i feel so busy like a life balance quiz like do i need to slow down it was one of those quizzes and i took it because one it was free and two it was free so i took the quiz and i'm gonna leave the link in my description wow i sound official no i'm gonna leave the link in my um description of the quiz if you want to like take it it's like not even like five minutes of your time really it's free to like it's literally free and it's basically just asking you questions about your lifestyle like how you feel throughout your day or like throughout the times and certain situations and then i got the results my guys and i have concluded or this quiz has concluded towards me i'm doing the wrong thing so i'm gonna read it and also the person that made the quiz is extremely christian so please beware if you're not religious in any capacity um so the quiz results you're not or you're doing the wrong things you're not doing the right things at the right time because you're responding your or you're spending your time on things that steal your joy whether it's a job you don't like or a relationship that drains you if you want to create balance in your life you have to cut out the things that keep you stuck on a hamster wheel of stress and distraction it's easy to do the wrong things by taking on the other other people's problems maybe you do this because you're a natural problem solver or you feel your duty as it is to be a religious person a good parent or whatever it may be But here's the thing, when you're distracted by other people's problems, you have a lot less energy to focus on living your life. I feel like that's an obvious answer. I feel like that's a pretty obvious analysis 
I mean, it's not a psychology quiz. It's just pretty much basic common sense. But I wanted to know. I was curious. And I was like, damn, you're so right. So true, bestie. I really should be slowing down. And now that brings us back to everyone that always feels the need to be the negative Nancy all the time and being like, well, what about people that work? What about people, what about people that go to school? Relax, Amy. We're going to get there. Believe me. We know. We, we know you work like 50 hours a week. We know. And I'm sorry if you don't like it. I'm just telling you there's no need to be the negative Nancy. There's always a solution to everything. So slowing down in terms of work, I feel like Europeans know how to do this and slow down. Listen, also disclaimer, I doubt any European is ever going to listen to this. However, I am aware I don't live there, but I have visited Spain more than once. I've visited Spain twice and I love it. It's one of my favorite countries I've ever visited. I still think about it every single day. Like it's one of the most impactful countries I've ever been to. And I know that whatever is out there on the internet may not always be real or may not be like as confirmed what I'm about to say but hey there's a whole documentary about European lifestyle on how they live their lives and how they balance work and life and their personal lives and everything and I'm not gonna lie I've seen it more than one occasion where it's not fucking pretty for Americans and it's not easy but no, apparently Europeans have it easy. I know a lot of Europeans probably disagree, but you have it easy compared to Americans. Like easier, if that makes sense. We're not trying to play the struggle Olympics, obviously. I know that every country has its problems and every country has its issues and not everyone may like what it goes or how it goes or anything, but it shouldn't be like something to dismiss, if that makes sense. And so... With that said, I present to you the Michael Moore Where to Invade Next documentary. And I don't, I think either this documentary where he invades, like he goes to a, diff, a couple different countries, but I think this primary section was focused on Italy. And Michael Moore, he interviews this couple, this Italian couple, and their jobs are a husband is a cop and the wife orders clothing for uh, department stores. And Moore, Michael Moore interviews this couple saying that they, and then they tell him about like their work-life balance to Michael Moore. And they say they get 15 days paid honeymoon, 30 to 35 days paid holiday, not including the national holidays, which apparently it varies every year, but the year it was interviewed, I think they said 12 that year. If someone chooses to not use the vacation days in one year, they have those days available to them the following year. And it gets better. (laughs) In December, Italians get like the 13th salary or an additional salary in December for, I think, the woman said it for a, a salary that they did not work, something like that. And then more pans to another Italian group of individuals that work at a clothing company and they interview the clothing um, trio bosses, like the creators of the brand and their factory workers. And the Lardini uh, trio, the 
there are a group of siblings. There are a trio of siblings that created Lardini uh, clothing. They're like really gorgeous stuff. I looked it up online. I was like, their clothing is really gorgeous. And they're based in Italy. They were founded in Italy. And the Lardini trio, they basically say that vacationing isn't a reward, but more of like a uh, something they, they need to do. It's like something that makes them like relieve their stress and something that they need to be doing when it comes to like harder times. They're running a clothing business. Like it's not flowers and sunshine all the time. I feel like it's very exhausting and tiring and stressful. And so when I mentioned that Italian couple, they get a lot of time paid off, according to them. I'm not gonna just say it out of my ass. Like according to that Italian couple, and you can look at the documentary if you want, Where to Invade Next, Michael Moore. Uh, but basically, basically, Michael Moore asks the Lardini trio if they mind paying and all of their employees and the time off for their employees. And they said, no, we we really love giving them the time off because if I go on vacation, why shouldn't they? Or like, why shouldn't, yeah, why shouldn't they? And the Lardini uh, trio gives their employees a two hour lunch where they can go home with their families. And although the two Italians in the comments about this, uh, what they were seeing, they were like totally saying it's a lie, it's not true, but um, I've heard other Europeans from different European countries like French or Switzerland, I believe, that have said that Italy is like the place to live. And so I bring my experience to the table as if anybody asked, do you not realize that like slowing down to that capacity like it's possible, like other countries do it. And I know it's very rare because like to have a clothing company that's not fast fashion and doesn't really exploit their workers is very rare. I'm definitely aware of that, obviously. But if it exists somewhere, it has to exist somewhere else. And Like why not? It definitely exists somewhere. There's no way it can't be that way somewhere in the world and other places. And so, my experience at the table about slowing down when it comes to work. So I went to Spain, or Barcelona in particular, um, 2000, no, I want to say 2018, maybe, maybe 2018. Right. And there was like these, like, first of all, my hotel was kind of not in the center of the city because I, one, there was nothing available and two, I'm kind of happy it wasn't close because I feel like if it's too touristy, it just kind of feels random. It doesn't feel like I'm actually like a local. Like I want to pretend that I'm a local, even though I don't lisp in my Spanish. So I was like, it was, it was not like this, but not that. But um, no hate to the Spaniards. I just think it's funny. No hate though. I love it. I'm going to live there at some point. Just let me stay there. Um, but there was this like gorgeous hotel. And of course, it's kind of like, it was like kind of like the only hotel in the area where I was staying is like, I think it was called uh, Hospitalet. I don't know. It like looked, well, I think it was in Catalan. I think it was. Um, I think all of Barcelona is living in Catalan. I like some of the words looked French to me. I was like, this does not look Spanish whatsoever. But regardless, I believe that the only hotel that was around the area was the hotel I was staying at. It was like a red tube looking hotel. It was a pretty dope architecture. 
and across the street there were like offices and businesses and then next to us was like um two restaurants and then uh another restaurant and then an office dude i loved it so much but there was this one restaurant in particular that the entire time my mom and i my mom and i were there for two weeks i think the end of august we went we were there for two weeks and there was this one restaurant like right like when we exited our hotel we looked and there was like no one ever there there was no one ever like not a soul was there no lights nothing and on the last day of our stay oh that rhymed the last day of our stay we come home after like getting our last moments of spain in barcelona and we didn't even notice because like the structure of the restaurant was like I think the front door was facing the street and then the back of the restaurant was facing the hotel. So we didn't like see anything else. We just, we knew it was closed. We didn't know why. And we come home and we see the the sign that we never saw the whole trip until the last day at this restaurant. And the sign says, oh, estamos cerrado por vacaciones. And I was like, what the fuck? You mean to tell me you closed for two weeks for vacation? The U.S. would never. <laughs> the U.S. would never do that. The U.S. would literally never even close for like an hour, let alone two weeks for a vacation. So when I saw that, I was like, wow, Europeans really know how to do it. I feel like maybe that was a probably like family owned restaurant, maybe. But still, man, closing for two weeks, no money, no income, nothing. Like that's, that's something that America would never do, like ever in this lifetime. And also there was one holiday that my mom and I didn't know that there was a holiday in Spain, one of the days that we were there and everything was closed, everything. Not one restaurant in sight, it was a ghost town and the one restaurant we found there was the only one in all of barcelona that was open i promise you i'm not lying i don't remember the holiday name but it was like completely the whole city of barcelona was closed except that one restaurant that my mom and i happened to find because we didn't know like what to get for food we wanted to go out and have fun on our day obviously if you're in spain traveling like yes you need to go take advantage of every hour you can and my mom and i went to go get food at our favorite spot that we found right by the hotel like even like the guys at the restaurant knew who we were and they were like super happy to have us they were like the nicest like people i've ever met honestly and they were really cute i love them and they were so sweet they gave us like free food sometimes like they were such a great group of like employees that were so sweet to us on our whole stay. And they like they were so used to seeing like people in offices because there was an office next to this restaurant. I think it's called Favorite. And to the left of them is like an office building, so like their entire like lunch was always packed with people from these offices and like every time we would walk in they would think that we would be working there, but no, we're like the only people that are on vacation right now <laughs> at that time. And there was this one holiday that even our favorite restaurant wasn't open. Not one restaurant in sight was open. Nothing was open. Like the streets were empty. 
And then we like asked like the people in our hotel, like we tried getting food today, but like there's like literally nothing open. Like what is going on? And they're like, oh, it's because there's a holiday today. I'm like, you mean to tell me a whole holiday and all of Barcelona decides to close? I'm amazed. Like I'm not judging. I'm like actually amazed. The US would literally never. The US opens on every single holiday and closes maybe, like have you not seen Americans on New Year's, no, not New Year's, uh, Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Also, not to mention Christmas Eve, Christmas. Yeah, I rest my case about why we need to slow down. Like, I won this case, clearly. And I conclude my slowing down for work in the aspect. But now we move on to slowing down and grieving. Look, I am very fortunate enough to not have, you know, an actual grieving, grieving loss, like knock on wood forever on that. I'm very thankful for that experience, of course, and I don't take that for granted. However, there are different forms of grieving. And of course, I'm not trying to play the struggle Olympics when it comes to grieving, like grieving comes in different shapes, forms and all different aspects. I know people are still grieving right now the loss of loved ones during a really hard pandemic and just loss of jobs, loss of everything. There's so much loss in this time. But it's a matter of, do you need time to slow down and grieve? Because some people don't, and I don't. I feel like I would be the type of person to never grieve. I don't know what it feels like, though. I I don't. But slowing down and grieving... I've never learned how to do that. And recently I did kind of find out. So kind of stupid how I found out about this, okay? <laughs> Please don't judge me. I follow on on Twitter. Like, do you know how there's like hashtags you can follow on Instagram? Like there's topics you can follow on Twitter. And I follow the Gemini topic, duh, because I'm a Gemini. And most of the time it's like linked to astrology. Like any word with the, any popular tweet that gets a lot of engagement with the word Gemini I get on my feed because I follow the topic and a lot of astrologers on Twitter post like a tweet reading kind of like super like to the point like the gist of it and if they if you wanted more detail they go into a thread maybe or you can go to their profile pay for them to give you a reading or something like that I follow like I think like maybe two or three on Twitter and I know for me to be like (laughs) saying this it's very interesting i love astrology but i'm not like super knowledgeable out about it but um although kind of dumb to use this example (laughs) but one of the tweets i saw was like super something super quick i like read it i think it was like one of those tweets i think it said like for example it could be like what to expect this week for the signs below and it'd be like one to two words for each sign and I think the one of the tweets I saw, I sup- I literally saw it in passing, like half a second. I like read it. I only skipped for my sign and that was it. And I think the prompt was what to expect or what the signs need to do this week. Something along those lines. And then Gemini was like, grieve. And I was like, what do you mean grieving? Like, I don't need to grieve what? And then it hit me. It hit me so fast. Like most people right now, grieving is looking a lot different than losing a loved one. They're all all horrible feelings, all sad feelings. And I was like, what should I be grieving? 
why should I slow down? Like, why should I take time to grieve when I don't think I need to grieve anyone or the loss of someone? Like, on this earth, I mean, not figuratively, like, grieving, because I always associate grieving with um, death, like, somebody died. And I, like, stopped and think about it, and I'm like, oh, I know what we're talking about right now. I have lost maybe a good chunk of my friends at the moment from 2020 up until present day. And I would like to say that I don't care because one of them I made on my own decision and the other one was kind of an accident or I still don't know. I was, I'm literally being ghosted by one of my old friends. Like for no reason, I've done nothing, at least to my knowledge, I haven't. And I haven't grieved that at all. And it's the question of, I push it off because like I, I don't grieve and I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what it's like to do that, let alone care at all. Like, why should I slow my day to grieve something I don't care about? I like push it off easily. I'm just like, am I pushing away mourning and grieving whatever, like this loss of friendship with this person because I don't care? or I never cared, or is it because I don't want to care, or I don't want to think about it? That was a big question for me, and I was like, oh, that's something. (laughs) That could be it, and then we have slowing down in daily life. Like I mentioned earlier, um, I think I have PMDD. I'm not entirely sure. Like I said, I don't want to self-diagnose myself, but basically when you're going through the motions of PMDD, you go through extreme forms of depression, irritability, and sadness on your period. Like that's basically the only difference between PMS and PMDD. And it gets in the way of your life, I mean, kind of deal. And daily life, I had an appointment on, I had a gyno appointment on last Friday and I was rushing because, I don't know, for some reason I just left my house late. I don't know why. I just left my house later than I expected to. I was so irritable and it was like in the same week that I was waiting and anticipating getting my period. Cause I just like, it was late or like, it was just like taking too long to get here. And I was like nervous. I was like, oh my God, what if I get in my period? Like the second she like checks my IUD, like what them And so I went to the, the appointment. I got there at like 1.20 when my appointment was at 1.30. That's like literally not what I'm about. I don't like doing that. And I'm like on edge the whole drive to the appointment more than usual, I take every shortcut I possibly could to get to fucking Rodeo Drive at like 1.30 p.m. And I'm like frustrated. I'm so mad. I'm like literally about to like get into like five accidents because I just can't deal with people going like two miles an hour. Like just because you have all the time in the world doesn't mean I do at the moment. But quien le manda, you know. I should have just woken up earlier. (laughs) Like that's literally the only answer I can give myself. And then work rush, you know, when you're trying to get there on time and you want to do everything you have to do before you get to work. Me, I woke up early and uh, it wasn't early enough, it appears sometimes. And you just can't be an acrobat, it sucks. But slowing down, 
like I said, slowing down is something that a lot of us need to be doing right now. And you may be thinking like, oh, like, I don't have time for that. I have to do this, this, and that. Of course, I'm not going to tell you how to dictate your life, obviously. But you'll be a lot happier if you slow down in one aspect of your life. Maybe you want to slow down on... Maybe you want to slow down on work. Maybe. Or maybe you want to slow down in school because you just can't. Or maybe you want to slow down in <clears throat> people-pleasing. Like, yeah, maybe, let's take that. Maybe you want to slow down in people-pleasing because you have your own life to worry about. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be there for people, obviously. But I'm also not saying that you should let people dump every single in like instance on you. That's like too much for any person to handle, let alone a friend or a best friend, a family member. It's hard and you feel like you can't really go to anyone. But it's also like, why would you want to spend that energy telling someone, which also can be beneficial because sometimes you just need to vent, but also it's like, what is that going to do for you sometimes? Like sometimes I really think, I'm like, do I need to vent or do I just need to solve my problem? Do I need to vent my issues? Do I need to tell someone about my problems? Because I don't want solutions. I just want to talk about this because I'm really about to borderline cry my eyes out right now. But the essential question remains is like, do I want to vent or do I want like, do I want solutions? Truly. Like, why why do I need to vent? Or like, why do I need to do that? It's a kind of like, asking yourself that it's like do I need to or do I want to sometimes you really do need to because sometimes like it's really fucking hard (laughs) but slowing down in your life it's not a sign of weakness it's not a sign of being like like yeah it's not a sign of slowing down in your life just a a little bit is not a sign of weakness it's not like why would you purposely put yourself through hell and back continuously every day mentally physically emotionally spiritually even and for you to come on the other side exhausted in every aspect and not even like give yourself a moment an hour a 15 minutes 10 minutes five minutes to just relax silence even and there's a lot of ways we can slow down in our lives like maybe you want to do an activity that's a little bit like instead of rushing like breakfast I have not met one person like me where they take breakfast or brunch really slow I make an avocado toast my mi pan con paltita really slow I make that shit in like 20 minutes instead of like maybe five my sister even roasted me for it. She's like, girl, if you don't just get to the damn point, I'm like, well, sorry, but not all of us like to rush things. We're different. <laughs> and so I propose that, well, actually, I'm kind of debating because I'm kind of running out of time. Not like anybody wants this to end. <laughs> I hope not. But um, slowing down in this section for our loved ones I remember people have been talking about how since the pandemic, a lot of people have been adapting to working from home 
And studies have even shown that working from home in your environment is a lot more productive and you're a lot happier and you're a lot more balanced in every aspect of your life, just not work, just in, in everything. Because you feel like you have more accessibility to things, you know? A lot of women have been posting their videos um, about their newborn babies, um, doing things that are like apparently super smart at very young ages. And the joke with like these pandemic babies are built different. <laughs> But also there's been other signs and studies showing that like pandemic babies may be a little bit slower on IQ. It, it's just a whole thing. Basically, I feel like it's one or the other. It doesn't mean that one and the other are, one is wrong, the other one isn't. It's just a matter of genes and how the baby grows up and where the baby grows up. Like if they grow up in a very busy home or if the mother works from home or something like that. It very much varies, but regardless, Mothers working from home equates to more time with their newborns. Like, that's the most obvious answer. Like, if we could have that lifestyle where if we slowed down and we worked and did most of our things from home or we just found ways to adapt to our new life because basically the pandemic did that. And a lot of people discovered in the pandemic that they hated their jobs in the beginning and they wanted to do something else. Like, why should women have to choose between their babies and raising them or their work when clearly working from home has been proven to be a better and the best possible solution? Because I have seen my mother, well, I haven't seen, clearly I was literally a child when she did this. My mother would tell me stories about, basically, she would, the mother, the saint that she is, bless her heart forever. I love you, mom. Um, she would go to work at like brand early. I'm talking, she's like on the freeway by like four. And I, I lived that era. If not earlier than like three, she would be up at three, be on the freeway by four, something along those lines for her job at 7 a.m. at the time when she first immigrated here and had me and my sister. And she told me how she had to be super early on the job. And then at lunch, she would drive all the way home to give me like breast milk when she could have just done like one of those pump things but no she meant to do like contact like physical touch contact with their child like I don't think it's as important I mean I don't think it's like heavily talked about for women to be there for their children the second they're born because I think that's a very important factor in our daily life or like for um loved ones because you just gave birth like a woman just gives birth to their newborn child they would die for all they care about is their newborn child and we have seen already that working from home is the best solution possible to be there for the child and to get an income for the child and for the family and for the woman or the mother themselves i just i can't even stress enough how slowing down for our loved ones is so crucial in this moment because you're doing it for your newborn child you're doing it for your children you're doing it for your sister your brother your mother your father whatever it may be yourself i know but when somebody else slows down for you it's one of the greatest feelings because you feel like you're valuable you feel like you're more seen appreciated but what do i know i'm not a doctor i guess so and that i can conclude with how to slow down easier said than done.
and how to. And we all do this in various different ways. And this all comes back down to self-care. And I wish I could take my own advice and I'm gonna try, but you can always, number one thing you can do is what gets your attention? What catches your eye? Like what is something that is around you in the moment? Like if you're walking down the street, like what do you see? Like same with being present, like be present in front of you. Like I like to do that on Saturdays when I have dance. Like I don't even like to look at my phone. I don't even look at my phone for hours before I have dance. Like I don't care. Nothing matters to me more than stretching, dance, and getting it done and loving every second of it. And three, if you could throw away your phone, I would. I would too. (laughs) Because when you, especially me, I work out all the time. I work out almost every, no, pretty much every day except Sundays. And I used to work out on my phone, like, cause I have this app for like abs and they're, it's a great app, I love it. It makes my waist cinched, snatched. And I would follow it cause it's not on YouTube. It's like literally just an app and I hated it. I just don't even do those workouts anymore. I just kind of gave up on doing that. I do ballet now, I do contemporary dance. Like I just don't see any excitement in other dance. So it's, you know, it's whatever. Okay, I'm actually really running out of time, but please slow down for yourselves and your loved ones and the people you really love and care for. I would have gone longer, but it takes a longer time for me to process this uh, podcast if I go any longer, and I really don't want to do that, but I love you guys. Um, please take care of yourselves and slow down and andate despacio, carajo. Please slow the fuck down. You will survive and you will live another day even if you take one tiny break. And you shouldn't have to take one tiny break. You should take a whole day off if you need to. A whole week off, a whole month off, whatever it may be. If it's something that your body and you feel that you need, answer it and do it. But I love you all. Please enjoy and take care of yourselves. Be nice to yourselves and be good people.